Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on people? Welcome to the post-game number crunch. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Painting, creator of the House and Grouse Timberwolves newsletter, and this podcast is proudly brought to you by Canis Hoopus and SB Nation. If you'd like to subscribe to House and Grouse, please follow the link in the show notes or head to houseandgrouse.substack.com to grab a free trial or a $3 per month subscription. You can look at the player ratings from this game against the Nuggets. Or you can go over and check out some of the other stuff like the X's and O's breakdowns, the deep dives, or even the video that I uploaded last night, which is something new I'm trying to do, which kind of focused on Anthony Edwards' passing for this season and the way he can make plays for others with how teams are guarding him this season, which is kind of relevant to this game because Denver guarded him in a very aggressive manner. But today we are here talking about that Denver game, that heartbreaker another heartbreaker that's back-to-back heartbreakers for the Timberwolves this time they go down 122-118 to the Denver Nuggets in a game they probably had no right to win without Rudy Gobert around to at least somewhat stifle Nikola Jokic but one which they probably should have won in the end when we got down to the final minutes and Minnesota had pretty much held a lead for most of the night But of course, they did not win that game. They did not hold that lead into the final buzzer. The Nuggets are a very, very good team, man. And very, very good teams usually find a way to win this game. While middling teams that are mired with injuries like the Timberwolves currently are usually find a way to lose a game like this. And that's exactly what happened. The Wolves didn't score for the final three minutes of regulation. Jamal Murray's shot-making and Nikola Jokic's all-round dominance ripped this game away from them. I think I've said it before this season that Minnesota have kind of pissed away all of their moral win money in the bank, but this really did feel like a scheduled loss, and because it felt like a scheduled loss and because they pretty much took this game right to the final moments, it was about as much of a moral victory as you can get in a season that can't really afford any more moral victories. They really need real victories. So in the spirit of pushing this loss away and trying to at least focus on some of the fleeting positives of this season, I want to pivot off another tough loss and another game where the injuries kind of just felt insurmountable for Minnesota. And I want to focus on who was the best Timberwolves player in this game, and that's Jaden McDaniels. And Tonight, it really was about his offense. He was very good defensively, but he was really good offensively. But I want to focus on the defense for the season because it's been, for me, the most remarkable part of the season. And it really does feel like it needs to be examined, especially from a statistical standpoint. So with that in mind, this episode's number is one. 
as in the first team, as in the first team all defense, as in the honor that Jaden McDaniels really should be receiving if the season ended today. So let's talk about that more after a break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So as I said before the break, I want to talk about Jaden McDaniels. I want to talk about McDaniels because he was such a shining light in this game with his 18 points and his very, very good defense. I want to talk about Jaden McDaniels because he's been a shining light for the season. And I want to talk about McDaniels because if you're really deep down in the dark hole of Wolves fandom at the moment, which I wouldn't blame you if you were, he is a shining light for what could certainly be thought of of as a pretty bleak future for this franchise now i don't think i really need to convince anybody listening to this podcast of that most wolves fans are on the same mcdaniel's hype train and probably recognize his potential and his importance but i thought tonight was another night where the magnifying glass was really placed over it over him again and over how good he is again and it's a good chance to spray some numbers around on his season-long defensive excellence. Obviously, in this game, he had another three blocks, all of them coming on three-point shots, and all of them were pretty ridiculous. Now, it probably wasn't even the absolute zenith of his defensive output this season, but the fact that he can do what he did in this game, get those blocks, chase around Jamal Murray all night, get switched on to Nikola Jokic, you know, play on Bruce Brown, play on Contavious Caldwell-Pope, switch from matchup to matchup, do a great job at the point of attack, defend the rim really well when he gets down there, and it not be one of his best nights of the season defensively, really shows you how ridiculously good he is as a defender. And he really is ridiculous. The national media are, of course, a step slow in recognizing it. But McDaniels really should be an all-defense guy this season. And really, if you're taking numbers and importance to this Minnesota team into the equation, he should be on the first team. So let's reel off some of those defensive numbers. We're going to get really nerdy here for a second, but I think we know the eye test when we're watching McDaniels and now we want, now I want to have a little bit of a closer look at the defensive numbers and the statistics that kind of back up what we see with our eyes. We can start with the on-off numbers. Defensively, the Wolves are 5.6 points per 100 possessions better when McDaniels is on the floor defensively. That ranks in the 87th percentile for all players. The effective field goal percentage of Minnesota's opponents is 2.7% lower when he's on the floor. That ranks in the 86th percentile. Teams also shoot 7.9% lower at the rim 
thanks to McDaniel's ability to contest or block shots on perimeter drivers and also zip over from the weak side and protect the rim. And that number ranks in the 97th percentile. And even on a team that struggles really, really badly with transition defense, teams score three points less per 100 transition plays when he's on the floor. That ranks in the 97th percentile as well. So fair to say he is elite at impacting this Timberwolves team defensively. When he isn't on the floor, which is mostly due to foul trouble that he certainly needs to clean up, they're a much better team. In fact, overall, including offense and defense, the Wolves play as a 49-win team with McDaniels on the court, according to Cleaning the Glass. Very good numbers. On-off impact, very, very good. And that's kind of just the tip of the iceberg of McDaniels' numbers. So now we shoot over to those all-in-one metrics. He ranks 12th overall in the entire league in defensive estimated plus-minus. But if you filter that that 12th number for players who have played at least 30 games, which I don't think is a really high or an unfair number, he ranks 7th in the entire league. If you filter it for wing players among that among that seven, he is joined only by OG Ananobi and maybe Ben Simmons, depending on what you classify Ben Simmons as. If you're a, if your metric of choice is basketball indexes LeBron metric, he's in the 87th percentile in the defensive category of that. If you're into ESPN's RPM, he ranks in the 95th percentile there. Or if you're more of a specific specific stat kind of guy, then he's pretty much at the very, very elite level there as well. Basketball Index, the, the website that I mentioned earlier, probably does the best and most insightful job of covering that. And they're just as high on him as we as Wolves fans are. In their perimeter defensive metric, he ranks in the 97th percentile. He ranks in the 97th percentile for screen navigation as well, so how good he can get through screens as an on-ball defender. If you want to focus on actual distance covered as a defender, you know, we see Jaden constantly chasing guys around and going 94 feet oftentimes on defenders or uh, on offensive players or picking up guys at half court. The numbers back up that eye test as well. For miles covered on defense, he ranks in the 98th percentile. For actual field goal percentage at the rim compared to expected field goal percentage at the rim, yep, you guessed it, 97th percentile. So that is kind of, if you if guys are expected to shoot 55% from this certain spot on the floor or they're expected to shoot 65% at the rim, Jaden holds them to 7% less per 75 shot attempts. That is the 97th percentile. And on that same Basketball Index website, They have tiers, which rank how high the usage of the players one has defended is. So obviously a tier 1 usage level means that a player is guarding the best players on the opposition every night. McDaniels maybe, unsurprisingly at this point, ranks in the 98th percentile in that category by guarding tier 1 usage guys on 31% of his possessions. So I know nobody really watches the Wolves. You know, outside of us Wolves fans who love a bit of self-sabotage. I know there's 
they've been an enormous disappointment this season for us and for the national NBA media. And I know that for that national crowd, shunning them to the corner of the NBA landscape is easier than acknowledging that they do have some all-world defenders and all-world players on their team. But as it stands today, with clearly a lot of water still to go under this season's bridge, Jaden McDaniels is a first-team defender. Whether it is his impact on this team, his impact in catch-all metrics, his impact in individual stats, or if you think that this is all bullshit and you want to keep it old school, his impact on the eye test. We all watch him every night. Those numbers aren't a surprise. He's holding this team's defense together on many a night, and he deserves to be recognized for that. Even if the Wolves continue to disappoint and to bumble away games in the fourth quarter, he certainly still needs to be recognized for having just an exceptional defensive season for a 22-year-old. He can guard one through four very, very capably, and he does pretty much everything you could want from a perimeter defender while also being an elite weak side shot blocker or weak side shot contester or just shot contester at the rim on drives. He pretty much, at 22 years old, is the perfect archetype for a defender minus the foul issues which are very real and I acknowledge are very real. So that felt like a rant, but it was more a show of appreciation, I think, for Minnesota's other young star. Anthony Edwards gets all the praise and all the national attention. If he does get any in general, he should probably be an all-star as well, but that's another story for another podcast. But Jaden McDaniels is that other young star, and he does it in a very different way. And I hope that at some point this season, he starts to get the recognition and the honors at the end of the season that right now he certainly deserves. Long may continue. Long may Jaden McDaniels continue. Next up is the Raptors. Hopefully a better result. I'll be here to discuss it. I hope you will be too.